Awesome. Okay, guys, we're kicking off week two of Becoming Bulletproof. And today we're going to be talking about the second key um, in building that healthy mindset and becoming mentally bulletproof. And that is learning your language. So um, this for me was the key to everything. So they're all important, but this one overall really. Um, nailed it for me. So last week we talked about, um, I might have to, I'm going to take this out. And if you guys have questions, just put them in the chat because I can hear myself through here. So <laughs> it's driving me nuts. I'm just going to put it down, but okay. So, okay, good. You can still hear me, Kristen. I'm going to take that thumbs up that you can hear me but I will get distracted by hearing myself. I'll put that back in when um, some questions. Love the technology. Okay, so um, last week we talked about briefly about the four A's. Thanks, Elisa. Um, we talked about that the first A in this process was accepting that your perspective on things and that your beliefs are not necessarily 100% true, but a product of all of the influence that we've had um, in our life that creates the way that we look at things, basically the filter or the sunglasses of how we have experienced um, shows, up in, shows up in how we expect to experience things and kind of what we bring about. So once we accept that, now we have to get some awareness. So that second A is really awareness around that and starting to become aware of the way that we perceive things through kind of that filter or those um, glasses. And that's where the learning of your language comes in. And it can be done, basically, we, you know, we have language in different ways. So there's the things that we say in our head. There's the things that we say out loud <laughs> with our language. There's the way that we feel emotionally. And then there's the way that we feel physically. So that's really checking in. You know, when I say learn your language, that kind of encompasses all of that. Oh, awesome. Hey, Andy's here. Sorry. <laughs> I'll make sure she gets a chance to get in there. Um, one second. Okay. Hey, Andy, thanks for being Hi. here. Hi, thank you. Sorry, I needed Stella's help. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Got you. Okay. So, um, like I was saying, we're talking about learning your language, right? So, again, it's you know, what the things that we say inside of our head that aren't out loud, we can talk about self-talk, um, the words that actually come out of our mouth, <laughs> the way that we feel emotionally at any given time, and the way that we feel physically. Those are all different um, areas when I talk about learning your language where it can show up. And so that influence that we have had throughout our life from the time we're born right up until today is what produces the way that we perceive things around us. We create some um, beliefs, some stories about who we are in the world, how we show up in the world, how the world, how we expect um, the world to show up for us. All of those things kind of come into that, um, create that story we are, and then it shows up in our language, right? And how we see things on any um, given day. So when we're learning our language, those are the areas of life we want to think about. And when we do it here at our house, we I like to do it in the morning. You can do it all the way throughout the day, but super intentionally in the morning, get a check-in with where you're at. 
when you first wake up in the morning, <laughs> how do you feel? Is your first thought, I am so tired? Or are you feeling energized? And just kind of that rolling narrative that kicks off from the get-go in the morning and throughout the day. So it's really important to check in with it somehow in the morning. I've gotten to the space where I love to take time. I've created time to sit down and really sit with it for just a little bit and check in. But I'm kind of down the road a little ways. So a lot of times in the beginning, some people will say, I don't have time for that. I can't do it. I don't have a space to create that. So perhaps you're taking your shower in the morning and you're starting to think about it, right? Or maybe you're doing your workout and you're starting to really pay attention to the things that are going on in there. And then you want to capture them. You want to write it down. Um, because when it's up here, you're going to continue to believe that it's 100% true and your unconscious mind is going to go to work trying to continue to prove it. It's going to look for that proof about the way that if you feel exhausted and you're constantly saying, I'm exhausted, it's going to look for proof throughout your day to prove that, see, you're exhausted, you don't have the energy to do things. And when we talked about counting wins last week, that's why it's so important to like, wait a minute, I wasn't so exhausted, I did this, I was able to do this, to start shifting that. But we have such a story, <laughs> such a narrative, we've got to start discovering what it is because that it was what is driving our actions on a daily basis, right? That's where it comes from. You know, when we have what we will consider self-sabotage or procrastination or whatever, all those kind of negative type things, that is being driven by our beliefs. So I had shared a video that I had done last week. I shared it in the group where it really talked about um, the whole diet and exercise thing out about a post that I've seen in all the different types of um, suggestions where people were giving about different types of ways to lose weight and the key thing about it is that they, they most of them will work but if you have a running narrative or a belief that's kind of hidden under stuff in your mind that um, you're not going to be able to lose the weight that you can't lose weight that my family is big boned or whatever then that's where that self-sabotage comes in. You might do wonderful things for two days in a workout program or healthy eating, but if your underlying language is saying to you, um, I'm too busy, I'm too tired, um, remember this never worked last time, we start doing things that show up and look like self-sabotage, um, and we think our willpower is not good enough, we're not motivated enough, this doesn't, doesn't work for me, but you're kind of battling <laughs> that unconscious part of your brain that's continuing to try and prove the story and the reason why you um, will never be able to lose that weight. Good morning, Brian. <laughs> so I really want you to, um, to think about that and start kicking in with that. And as I'm talking, is there something that you recognize in your life or an area that you're really struggling with that um, is is an underlying thought. So usually when we have an area that we're really fighting with, or we really don't have enough willpower for, or that's what we think, or we tend to procrastinate about, there's usually something going on unconsciously and our mind driving the reasons we don't do that, right? So um, if anybody wants to throw anything in the comment section, or if you have something to say, go ahead and drop something in the chat box. Um, I'm happy to uh, have you open up your mic and share on that. Um, but that's at the underlying of what we want to really get used to. Checking in in the morning with 
that language. How does my body feel? For me, let, um, let me give you an example. Um, I have had my share of migraine headaches <laughs> um, that like will take me out for a complete day where I can't hardly move. And I still um, deal with those sometimes. And I can guarantee you that some of that is language driven. So I'm so grateful that I'm in this space to uh, recognize that and start to work with it um, that way. If I wake up and um, start to really uh, like, oh, my first thought, headache, crud. Just even just the other day, I started, I, I woke up in the middle of the night, had a really bad headache, got up, took something, slept, and still in the morning, it was horrendous. What would previously have happened, my language would be go, oh, here we go again. Now I'm not going to be able to do anything today. Um, I'm, I'm laid out. That's it nothing right and so that then drives me feeling really upset really frustrated why does this have to keep happening to me and where i wouldn't even try like that language would just then perpetuate the feeling of that oh my god i have a headache well guess what now i keep continuing to have a headache <laughs> right so um the more that it would go on it would just make a nasty cycle so the language was that oh my gosh, I have this horrendous headache. My past experience was that I would be laid out and couldn't do anything for the day, couldn't show up for anything. So that's my thought process. I'm starting to even create that. Um, but since I've gotten used to that, learning to, um, learning to go ahead and release from that a little bit and recognize that it's the language that's going on in my head to do that. Because as soon as I start thinking that, I start tensing up even more, creating more of that. So instead, getting up, I'm getting an ice pack, taking some stuff, sleeping on an ice pack for an hour or two, and woo, magically, I can go on and have a fantastic day, and it didn't affect me for the rest of the day. So I'm not sure if that makes sense um, to anyone. I'm going to go ahead and read Kristen's comments, but that's just one example that I really... Um, had to deal with for a while and I've just come a long way in that for me. Let me just check in um, a couple of the comments here. So Kristen said, for those that are on the replay, Kristen said, my constant thoughts about being confused about my business or not liking what I'm doing paralyzed me from making any forward movement. I also experienced this lately with being exhausted. It's so demotivating. Anybody else able to relate to that? Um, feel free to pop in the comments. Um, and share that. Um, or if you want to um, uh, unmute yourself and share, absolutely um, feel free to do that. Anyone, anyone? <laughs> Before we go on. Hi, my mama. Oh, I, oh there you go. Now can you hear me? I can hear you, Chris. Am I audible? Everybody else here, Kristen? I can <laughs> Okay, so I'll, I'll touch on the exhausted part um, a little bit, just because that's probably extremely relatable for a lot of people. Um, you know, through the whole quarantine thing, it really, like, disjointed my usual routine, and I was, you know, not getting dressed up as much. I was wearing yoga pants, and then I wasn't maybe washing my hair as much or fixing up my face, etc. So my whole entire routine was, like, Discard. And then, um, you know, not going to work, 
and not having the gym open. Um, I just, I really lost track of getting my movement in during the day. So um, that slowed me down and made me feel really sluggish. Then I started feeling really tired and then I just got really stuck in this pattern of waking up every day feeling so tired. And I physically did feel tired, don't get me wrong. Like, let's not exempt the fact that we're human beings and that we do experience physical symptoms. However, I was so tired and I just didn't want to do anything and just kind of stuck on that repeat story in my brain of like, I'm so tired, I'm so tired, I'm so tired. And honestly, it was after one of our calls, Amy, where you said, now today you get to pick what story you choose to believe. So I honestly just kind of went throughout my day, did my things, did my work stuff, and then um, was sitting outside at the end of the day and realized that I was like, oh my gosh, wait, I'm supposed to be tired. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't tired anymore. And it was so crazy when I stopped fixating on the how, how tired I was, how tired I wasn't. That's that beautiful. Sense? That was a really good, that's like a quote. <laughs> when I stopped fixating on how tired I was, I realized how tired I wasn't. Yeah, it kind of sounds like, um, who's the guy that wrote Alice in Wonderland? <laughs> Lewis Carroll? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Lisa, I love that. Lisa's saying I love that. Yeah, that's so perfect, Kristen. Thank you for sharing that because it is so important. Uh, because once you identify what that language is, then you can get it out and put it on paper. You can take a second like, oh, do I want to continue choosing that language? Um, or am I going to choose something else? Um, like, and like you said, Kristen, it doesn't mean that you don't feel tired. But if you keep telling yourself, I'm so tired, well, hello, right? I don't, <laughs> that's exactly what we get. Oh my gosh, I really am tired. That just cements that language and that whole cycle for sure. And um, Andy shared something on here. I want to um, in the in the chat box. That's so powerful too. Um, number of tasks get overwhelming and too much to do. Woo! Raise your hand if, <laughs> if that's ever been you, right? Where you have so many things to do. Yep, Elisa, preach right. Um, where you have so many things to do that you're just completely paralyzed and do nothing. Um, I think probably 98% of us can probably um, put ourselves in that category at some place or time. And then um, what goes along with that is like our story, our language starts to become, I have so much to do. And then how am I ever going to get it all done? And then our brain starts going crazy trying to figure it out instead of doing something. Absolutely, 100%. And I have been in that space a lot lately. Hello, pageant land, those of you <laughs> um, trying to um, get some of those things done for sure. What I do for that too is catching my um, self in that position where like I'm almost feeling like I'm a chicken running around with my head cut off. Like that's what I feel like. And I'll, okay, let's stop a second. Um, the figure it out becomes a hamster wheel of stuck and doing nothing. Exactly, Kristen. So for me, I like stop what I'm doing and which seems counterproductive. You know, I don't have time to stop and do journal right now. That's what I would use, would have thought before. I literally stop, sit down with my journal and write down the language that's coming through. Like I literally write down, oh my gosh, there's so much to do. There's no way I'm ever going to get all of this stuff done. What was I thinking? Why do I keep taking on more stuff? What, 
no human person can possibly, you know, that's what the language can start to look like. But once you get it on paper, it's almost laughable because it's like, oh, I do look like a chicken with my head cut off, you know, and then a quick um, dump of like, really, what do I have to do? Like, what's the important stuff? What are the things that are so important? And it allows you to look at them realistically. Okay, how about I take like, what's for sure important? Like these, there's probably 10 things we're worried about that are really not that important at the moment. Like, what's your super intentions? Take those one at a time. And it's so um, empowering and takes you out of that. Kristen, um, were you going to say something? Oh, okay. I thought you had unmuted. Does anyone else have anything to say around that? I so appreciate you guys sharing those examples because um, anyone on the replay, that can be so powerful. Um, practicing getting the language out. I'm going to take this back out until we need it. So I'm not hearing that in my head. Um, so in the beginning, and I laugh because I, I've been trying to incorporate this with my daughters um, for some time. And um, the oldest is not a fan of journaling most of the time. <laughs> so I'm like, let's write down stuff in the morning. I don't want to write. I don't know what, what to write. I hate writing. So if anyone of you um, finds yourself thinking that, <laughs> come back later. Come back. We're talking about I me. am talking about you. Close the door. <laughs> so if um, any of you find yourself in that, but I don't know what to write, like what am I supposed to journal? If you've ever sat down and tried to start journaling and have no idea what to write, I'd start with just writing what you're feeling or what you're thinking. Even if you're writing down like, here I am with my journal, don't know what to say. <laughs> I have nothing to say. I'm not really sure what I'm talking about talking about what's going on here. Um, that's okay. You've got to start somewhere and it's just like anything, walk, crawl, run or crawl, walk, run, excuse me. Right. We have to practice. We have to learn. It's not something that's innate and there's really no wrong way to do it. It's just important that you start doing it because awareness kind of happens in steps. <laughs> you know, you have to open the gates to it. At first you start being silent for, uh, for a couple minutes that your brain starts allowing itself to, to be a little reflective on what you're really thinking instead of just go, go, go. And when you start getting it on paper, you can decide what is actually important to you or what's true for you compared to what you've created uh, based on that influence around you. And then once you get it out, you get to choose like, wow, is this something I want to choose for myself? Um, overwhelm and, and feeling like I, I'm never going to get it all done? Or what's something that would make me bulletproof that, oh, I have the choice that these five things are important to me, or I have the choice to, to decide what I'm going to do. I should have locked the door. I'll lock it once I go. <laughs> Anyways, um, that uh, we get to choose, right? Once we get it out, that is, that is the power in this is realizing um, what's been giving you the issues from the get-go. So, so many times we set goals. And so in the diet and exercise realm, for instance, um, in the diet and exercise realm, what uh, we think we need to do all the things, what do I have to do to lose weight? I got to eat this way. I got to exercise this many. I got to do the exact exercises. I got to count my macros. I got to do keto. I got to do uh, low carb, I got to go no sugar, like all of that stuff, right? Talk about overwhelming. When in reality, 
what you really need to do is address the root cause of why you're not already losing the weight, right? What up here is the story or the narrative that is causing you, is the direct relation to the actions and behaviors that are keeping you um, going. Mindset first. <laughs> it is big, Kristen. Yeah. Let me, uh, I'll read that for anyone who's not on. Um, yeah. Mindset first, align your actions with your health inspiration statement. So big. Yeah. And we'll touch. Um, and I'm going to just, we haven't talked anything about inspiration statements thus far in this, but, um, to keep it simple, it's kind of like a goal, but it's so much more than that. Something that really aligns with your soul and makes you feel fired up as opposed to, and I'm going to keep it again in the diet and exercise realm for now, but feel free to, um, let's bring any other examples in, but that's so common for people, right? It's like, I gotta lose 15 pounds. You know, that's a lovely goal. I gotta lose 15 pounds by, you know, July 31st is, can be so here. And that feels like to, to me, that feels like almost torturous, right? So it's like, I got to do this. Like I got to eat right. Oh my gosh, I can't eat this instead of um, some kind of statement about how amazing you'll feel. It doesn't mean that you can't want that you, that it's not okay to want to take weight off, but let's really feel something that feels inspiring to look at and want to do it because we love ourselves, not because we have to get away from where we're at, if that makes um, sense at all. Let me quick check this. Kristen, I finally lost weight when I stopped focusing on the weight and just started aligning actions with your thoughts. Treat my body well. Yeah. So that's, you know, and that's a beautiful thing. If you were thinking every day about treating my body well, wow. You know, and it can be different for anybody, whatever you want to call it. But if your thought in the morning is treat my body well, what kind of actions will do that as opposed to, I have to lose this 15 pounds by such and such date. Does that make sense? Um, anybody else have any comments on that? That's just something to um, really think about, uh, especially when you're setting goals. But what about the language that happens? Let's look at self-sabotage really in depth on that just a little bit. If you're thinking, I have to lose 15 pounds, let's say you have a bad day. Maybe you have... You know, you have a short time frame that in your set in your head on this goal, you've got to lose this weight. And then you have a day for whatever reason that you don't work out. Maybe you, maybe you get sick, right? And maybe you have three days that you don't work out and then your brain starts to get a panic around. Well, now I'm never going to reach that goal. It's already beating itself up in failure. And it's saying, see, I told you, you're not going to lose the weight this time. And it just perpetuates this whole big circle and now we're we're um, unconsciously saying all these nasty things to ourselves and in a panic about uh, doing the things and then we um, about exercising then maybe you over exercise and then maybe you starve yourself and I'm not suggesting anyone on this call does that but that's an example of what happens right instead of um, thinking long day <laughs> All the things all day long. Lisa, that's great. Yeah, let me look. Um, treat my body well. Bad day equals binge eating all the things, right? <laughs> all the things all day long. And that happens, right? So if we're really in tune with our language and we do have a day where, um, <laughs> where we do something like that, where we do eat the ice cream for supper or we do eat all the things because we're stressed or whatever reason, 
so many times then we go into this phase of beating ourselves up and the language is very much um, can be very negative and a lot of self-hatred and a lot of like, well, you're never going to get there now anyway. So you might as well just eat all the things all day long, another day and another day and another day, instead of giving yourself some grace and being able to be like, woo, well, that was fun. <laughs> and changing that language to something else that's loving like that was one day. Okay, tomorrow's a new day. How do I treat myself, treat my body well today? Or whatever words inspire you um, to where you want to be long term. It's okay to have a goal to lose that, to lose pounds or to change your body or any other thing in your life. But what is the language that you have around it is so important because that's what's going to be driving the behavior. And until we start checking in with it, like really checking in with it, um, we're not going to find it. Okay. Triggers are biggies for me too, Elisa. Oh yeah. If you want to expound on that, Elisa, please feel free um, as far as triggers um, for you. But yes, that is uh, huge guys. And um drop a drop something in the chat if that makes sense to you or if you have any questions on that because again you guys are here live I'd love to answer anything if something is unclear around that or if you have a question in reference to it um, I gladly um, expound on that now for anybody who will be catching the replay later yeah well for me sorry no, I'm oh, talking no, go. You're you're good, Elisa. I'm waiting. Okay. Um, over the last, we'll say, month and a half, <laughs> um, what's been a trigger for me is uh, just my family and my schedule. Not to say that you know, externally, like I I can still choose how I respond, but uh, my husband's work schedules shifting all over the place and we're only using one vehicle so mm. <laughs> sometimes it would mean that okay yes we get to sleep in and then I drive you to work and then come back make sure the kids are doing all their schoolwork and then dinner etc try to get a nap in and then go back and pick him up or his shift would be super early and then his alarm would be going off way before I would naturally wake up. <laughs> he likes to ramble through all the things. So I wouldn't get, I wasn't getting the rest that I needed. It was loud. It was waking everybody up, and then he was out the door. So it was, it was kind of all over the place with that. So my sleep was thrown off, and so mm -hmm. when I don't sleep, then that produces for me a physical, a physical trigger. And then so then I don't feel that I have as much energy. Um, I noticed mm -hmm. that it wasn't just me trying to say I was tired or our youngest trying to tell me that I was tired all day long. Oh, you look tired. You should take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> like right. he's trying to get in his video gaming time, right? So, um, but I was actually physically tired because when I would do uh, my workouts and stuff, my recovery sucked. Mm -hmm. Like it was super yeah. painful. And so that's how I knew I wasn't getting enough sleep to have had the rest and recovery that I need so that I can have the exercise that I want. Yeah. Then that became its own vicious cycle. Yeah, that is powerful. Thank you for sharing that because I think the example is so good. And Kristen's in the chat too, the changes and inconsistencies in schedule, huge. Um, for sure with the um, you know quarantine type stuff, so many people having things so... Um, 
so different. And then um, us to a schedule, I have gone through the same with that. With lot, we are doing a lot of traveling. We're staying in different places. Um, just when you get the routine, <laughs> it changes. <laughs> and then I think it's so, this is where the learning your language is so powerful, right? Like you said, you recognize maybe it has to change, right? You need to do something else to get more sleep, to change that and recognizing that so that your language doesn't turn in um, to something that doesn't serve that, right? We try to force it. We try to force the old schedule, try to force the way I got to keep doing my workouts this way. Um, that is huge, 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 huge. So I'm glad that you shared that because all of us have things that change and come up and be, it's important to listen to your body and listen to how it's feeling when you do recognize, oh, this is that I need more recovery. Today I need a a shorter workout today I'm going to change what I did or I need to eat more or different things like that or the sleep right sometimes we chastise ourselves for needing more sleep when really that's there's so much power in actually getting that um, I'm just checking the comments for anything um, workouts falling off the map and experiencing any underlying resentment Ooh, girl Kristen that was good that was a question that Kristen had oh for sure um, when my husband used to be up at three 30 in the morning, um, all the time too, I'm like, do you have to make all the noise and turn on all the lights and <laughs> all the things? And then you get irritated and go back to sleep with that. Mm. <laughs> sure. Um, oh, this is beautiful. So, you know, Kristen asked in the chat for those of you that are on, um, the replay, I want to make sure and share this, you know, Kristen had asked about how do you shift yourself and adapt with that and not being resentful about that. And Elise is talking about using inspiration statements, you know, and this is a good example or using things to support what you want to, um, uh, want the new story that you want it to be or what you want your brain to start looking along what you want to choose. And, um, his working supports us all just get the kids to the end of the school year different things So instead of getting caught in it so Powerful I cannot stress enough how powerful it is when you start keying into that language um, And then you can change it. So I'm gonna um, caveat on this a little bit because uh, How many of you have um, been taught to use affirmations just say this thing like a hundred times or say this thing 10 times a day every morning say these things like I am beautiful I am beautiful I am beautiful whatever it might be right <laughs> um, that's uh, you know we're given just say these things and everything's gonna shift in your brain um, but it doesn't work that way your brain scientifically doesn't work that way if it doesn't address the core language that you have. Okay, Kristen's got her hand raised. I'm gonna say, come on and say it, girl. Let me. Okay, so I have to, um, I have to share something that kind of goes along with this because in my um, uh, women's leadership class that I took through the North Dakota Women's Business. Um, oh shoot! I, this is being recorded. I shouldn't have put that out loud. Uh, Don't share gosh. that outside. You're not anyway. to bash. We know it's a. Yeah, I'm not meaning to bash. I'm just saying, like, how um, the different perspectives on things that we're taught um, make just, they're so different. Okay, so um, that was one of the things, the tools that they gave us was using I am statements. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it is powerful to step into a different pair of shoes 
when you maybe are feeling a little, um, you know, less capable or less confident in yourself in something. So like, um, but the, the, the project was to write out a hundred IM statements about myself. Okay. Which, you know, I used it as an opportunity to use my imagination yeah. and I was like envisioning myself in a space of like, you know, I actually am capable. I am confident. However, um, you know, the greater public doesn't have the, the, the luxury of sitting here learning about yeah. the underlying unconscious things. So like if I'm sitting here buried with tons of unconscious narrative that's telling me that um, I'm stupid, I'm dumb, uh, or I'm, I'm I'm not capable of you know leading, or I'm not capable of something. Me putting the bandaid on of I am capable is only going to fall off. And then guess what happens? The underlying unconscious narrative of I'm not capable still exists. Yeah. So if we're only being taught to bandaid the narrative, it's like that. Work. Uh, yeah, it's like putting a band-aid on a gunshot wound. It doesn't. Or <laughs> for real. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. here I am. And, and, and so, and Amy, this was last summer. So here I am. You know, we've been working together probably at least a year and a half or two years or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what it's been. You're something. And, and, and I'm just like, you know, you know this, this, this doesn't work. <laughs> this isn't how it's, this isn't, this isn't like, going to give people sustainable change it's like right. this is what we really need to get hungry for and i'm sorry i popped up on my soapbox for you but it's like we really need to get, to get hungry to change the shit that's deep down embedded inside to, to recreate to, to uncreate what's been created yeah. and really just be who we are supposed to be and and, and just really be truly confident truly confident in who we are um you know, not like truly knowing that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, that there's nobody else like me. There's nobody else like you. Like you are the only Amy Sue Haas on am. the face of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> what a gift! One. That's right. Right? It is. And I know. Um, I'm glad you stepped on your soapbox. I truly am because I, it makes my heart swell when other people get it. Because it takes a while. Because I was a coach years ago that was taught to teach affirmations. <laughs> and then you can't figure out why like, you're still dealing with stuff and that the behaviors are not lining up with that. And what happens, like you said, it's a, a Band-Aid on a gunshot wound. And I use this a lot of times with my clients. It's like, um, yeah, the language, the celebratory language. It was beautiful, wasn't it, Elisa? Elisa's done that for this. It, it really was. Um, and it sounds exactly like the video Ashley was doing yesterday. <laughs> it's beautiful, right? Being confident in that. Um, but yeah, if we do not um, deconstruct the underlying language, it never changes. So if you're saying something like, I, I, <laughs> I am beautiful, but your unconscious narrative is still stuck in like, how can you think you're beautiful and starts picking out all of its perceived flaws based on influence. It's like, every time you're like, I'm beautiful, it's yelling bullshit in the background. And like, it's, you, all you do is feel ishy. Like, like Ashley always says, that makes me feel cringy. <laughs> like your body well, is like physically cringy. Exactly. Like, it's like, 
let's let's not for, let, let's let's not bypass the fact that when you're facing this narrative, it's it's sometimes ugly. Is it always ugly? No, not at all. Some of our internal narrative is super awesome. Um, when we're working through some of these deeper, it's scary and it's disgusting. <laughs> And yeah. it's, it's, it's ugly and it makes us cringe and it makes us want to yeah. roll up in a ball and it makes us want to yeah. run off the other direction. Um, but if we don't face it, we don't, we don't fix it. We don't shift right. from it. Right. It's so, so true. Yeah. Alisa. There was a quote once, I'll, I'll throw this quote out there and then I'll meet myself again. But, um, I've had it on my Facebook for a long time and I, and, and I truly believe in this one. It's the, it says the monsters don't live under your bed. They live inside your head. Right. It's true, unfortunately. But yeah, mic drop. Exactly. Um, and, and that's why I get excited about teaching this because, um, <laughs> because once you get the monsters out, so to speak, out of your head, just like out from under the bed, oh, that's just a stuffed animal. Like it has no power once you get it out of your head. Once you get it on paper, you're like, oh, like that is so not true. And then we work on here's the reasons why that's not true, right? So the key is uncovering it. So for anyone who dives into this um, and you're ready to do that, as you scratch the surface and get a little deeper, it does tend to get sometimes uglier. Um, and that's okay, right? And that's okay. Recognize that um, don't edit it because your tendency will be to like to, sh to cover it back up. Like, I don't think that, I don't think that that's too, that's too foul. That's too mean. That's too whatever. Um, but understand that it's just a product of your influence, that it's not really what you believe as a logical, smart human being. It's something that you had, uh, just sucked up. Our unconscious brain is like this sponge. That's, um, a two year old toddler just taking everything in and it has, it really does not know what's real or what's not real. So it just like, Oh, you know, um, it will take in everything and just take it as complete truth. And so that's what builds that story for you. It's not you, you're smart enough to know better, but you don't, unless you uncover it, you don't know that it's driving your behavior. So once you get it out, then we start to deal with it. Um, so it's so powerful. And you can see, like, I love that, um, Elisa and Kristen are, are, uh, popping in so much. It's because they've been doing it for a while. It didn't happen right away. <laughs> They know already uh, not facing the negative narrative can be harmful, um, right? And not, that was me for years. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. As soon as something issue came up years ago, I was like, what? Or he's like, you're so positive. You're so happy. Yeah, because I never fail. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. But you never deal with it. And it still drives your behaviors. So, yeah. Who has questions on learning your language? This is what we're going to be doing. Um, if anyone does uh, have a question on it, what I want you to do is have your notebook, take some time in the morning, and every morning start writing it out. Uh, you don't have to do any certain amount of time. Um, if you are new to this, just try and get it out. You don't have to have any feelings around it. You don't have to share it. Um, you can share it if you want, but sometimes it can be a little startling at first <laughs> that you might not even want to share it. With anyone feel free um, to private message it, it to me if you want to if you just want some feedback or if you're feeling unsettled about it or struggling with it feel free to do that um, but I want you to start writing it out and then we talk about what to do with it but you have to just get it out and be like oh that's interesting like don't take it as something um, 
don't let yourself get offended by it. Don't let yourself feel bad about it. Take it as like, oh, that's an interesting storybook. My unconscious has been writing like, wow, that's really interesting. Don't internalize it. And Elisa says, it's okay to feel uncomfortable. Yes. Thank goodness for counting wins for balance. Boom. There's another one. That's why I still like to start with counting wins as the first thing. You're already practicing that. <laughs> so writing out any language is um, so powerful that you um, can count wins. Um, once you do it, counting, writing out the language is counting a win. That's a huge win. Like I recognize some interesting language. Um, Kristen um, Scott in the chat box. It's like you're watching a movie. Yeah. The narrative is a storyline. That's exactly true. That's the one other takeaway. Um, yeah, movie script per se, that I don't want you to internalize it. As you write the language, if you start to find something that feels really foul, it feels like, what's wrong with me? Like, even as I say this, you may think, oh yeah, but mine is way worse than any, mm -mm. <laughs> I've seen and found it all, even in myself, We, you know, so um, just think of it, like you said, Chris, and I like that as a movie script, right? Um, and understand that it's just a product of what we've kind of sucked in over, over the years. It's, you can't internalize that. And it's like, oh, I like, let's take the movie script thing. Like, oh, that's an interesting movie script. Yeah, I don't like that one, though. <laughs> that's not really true because we could rewrite this line. Now that's a process. Uh, um, for right now, it's just getting it out there and seeing what it is. But sometimes you're going to have an aha moment. Like you're like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. No wonder I keep doing that. You're like, oh, and the more you start to write, you'll recognize a pattern. You'll be like, oh, and your mind just starts to change it. If you're counting your wins and you're doing your language, and then as we incorporate the other keys, I promise you, if you stay consistent with it as you're writing your language, and if it's non-serving and you keep writing, it just starts to change itself. That probably won't happen this week, but um, keep working. It works, I promise, Kristen says. Exactly, right? Because sometimes as you start writing the language, you're like, yeah, but that's not going to work for me because <laughs> this sounds so crazy. But we guarantee if you do it, if you do the, if you do the keys, if you practice the keys, it will start to just change itself because that's what we're doing is training your brain to do that. And we're retraining it to do that automatically. Okay. Any other questions? I don't have any idea what time it is. Um, let's see. 1046. Yeah. I know it's a Sunday morning and lots going on. So, um, Oh yes, it's 1046. <laughs> um, okay. So questions, anyone, I don't know if you'll, it, I want to make sure we cover for anyone else who's catching the replay, um, but I don't want to keep you guys unnecessarily either. So what's your homework? And if you don't like homework and if you see, oh, look, Melissa's here. <laughs> uh, Melissa, we're just getting to, ready to wrap. Oh, you probably can't hear me yet. We're just getting ready to wrap up, my dear. Um, so if you have anything to add, hold on. Um, so any questions that anybody wants to, um, share here, I would love to answer them, but for everyone in the group, I want you writing down your language this week, and then you're going to count it as a win that you wrote it down, no matter what it looks like. Maybe it's serving, maybe it's non-serving. Like, is it serving? Is it something that's going to help move you forward? Is it, or is it something that 
you want to change. Either way, you get to choose. But the point this week is starting to recognize what it is. That's the big key. So um, that's our assignment. We'll be doing it together. I'm going to be in the group sharing some of my language. <laughs> Most of it's better by now. Um, it does have its days. Um, uh, but we're going to get in the group and we'll be doing some examples. I will have my daughters do some of theirs. Um, and anybody who wants to share theirs in the comments, those of you who've been doing this for a while when we do the feed, please feel free to share yours if you're comfortable with it. Um, you don't have to, um, but most of us who've been doing it for a while um, are a little more comfortable letting it, letting it hang out there. Uh, yes, thank you, Melissa. She's been doing it a while too and coaches on this. Paying attention to your language is a game changer. And that's the point we want to get across to anybody who's just starting this especially is that uh, it may not feel like it right now, but just trust us and do it. <laughs> so um, yeah, Melissa, did you want to say something? on that? Well, well, I just thought that I would share like this. I had yeah. a really tough conversation last night with one of my friends mm -hmm. and it was such a great conversation. It was tough, but we were able to really kind of close the loop and, um, really hear each other. Um, but this morning my language was all around and like we had given hugs, said good night, said we were good. This morning, my language was around, I don't want to get out up. I don't want to hang out. I don't want to do any mm. of these things kind of like we hadn't moved forward. Right. And that could have been a total bummer on my day. Like I could mm. have thrown the whole day away, just kind of staying in that, in that stuck place. Um, even though I knew that we had moved forward and so paying attention to that language and then yeah. checking it right. Like against Mm -hmm. positive proof against what is reality, what's going on, right? Because what was probably going on with my language this morning was that I was tired and feeling sure. a little bit more kind of rather than anything that had to do with hanging out with my friends or having a great day at the lake. So, um, so yeah, and it's turned around and we're good now. So if we pay attention yeah. to it, we can, uh, we can re-script it a bit. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I love you sharing that, um, too, because it speaks a little bit to the triggers that um, Lisa mentioned earlier too, the little things, like you said, um, like Melissa said, it probably had something to do with, I was pretty tired, right? If we don't eat well, if we're more tired, those things absolutely shift. So in that physical checking what the narrative and how that sounds is so important because so many times um, when we wake up, we feel a certain way and we automatically take that for granted instead of being like, why, what is driving this? What's the narrative that's driving this? So I love that you yeah. shared that. It is an awesome win, right? Because it's the same thing. Once you've been doing this for a while and you realize it's like the winds are like, yeah, this could have been taking me out for the whole day. <laughs> and now it's just a few, you know, a few minutes. That's so, so true. Um, yeah the power it's the power and yes it was an awesome win and that that my friends is something that you would count as a win like, wow I recognize that I so could have <laughs> <laughs> yeah Last, so could I you know. thrown the day away so yeah oh my gosh and I think every single one of us can totally relate to that and so it's so powerful when you think of the time that um could have gone a different way so thank you for sharing that for sure um anyone else anyone else 
I so appreciate you guys um, being on this call today um, because it's so powerful for everyone I'm um, tuning in that's new to this because it absolutely works. And for people who haven't experienced before what this can be, it can be super scary. Um, yeah, you're welcome, Andy. I'm so glad you were here. Um, yeah, so uh, I can't wait for people to catch the replay of this. And I think if I can make it work and it works for most of you guys we might try and do Sunday calls um, the next two weeks I usually try to stay away from weekends but um, this was just such a great um, sharing call I so appreciate you guys oh my gosh so any closing comments before I end this and get it um, uploaded thank you Melissa um, okay going yes. once oh go ahead yes yeah, like shoot Lisa yeah. um, just going back to my comment above all this stuff is just even the non-serving language you know it's plot thickening <laughs> like adding <laughs> cornstarch to gravy um but it, it it keeps it interesting right it's like drama you get a good but you know yeah. that it it can end well so you yes. know that the story doesn't have to stay that way that it can evolve yes. and that it can end well yeah, that's beautiful. That's so funny. <laughs> I love that. Um, but it is, it's right. Once you start doing it, even when you're in the midst of like, Ugh, <laughs> you're like, but oh yeah, I totally know that I know how to walk through this because that's one other thing I love about this is that these are tools for a lifetime. Once you know how to use them, you can walk through anything, absolutely anything um just using using this because you practice and you practice and you know how to do it so i love that it's plot thickening it is and there's so much growth um and so much positivity that comes from this like a real sense of positivity so i love that plot thickening absolutely <laughs> absolutely and you know it's going to end well no matter what um it's not permanent temporary moments in your journey yes boom boom whoops i bumped the wrong button there Absolutely. So uh, temporary. That's a great reminder. That's a great thing to remind yourself in the midst of the journaling. <laughs> so, last last call. Anyone? Thank you so much, um, everybody. I want to get this up so everyone can um, check it out. And thanks for your participation. You guys are amazing. Have a great rest of your weekend. Bye, guys. <laughs>